But now as I turn around at 50 something years old and I've seen a lot of people around the world and I notice, you know, that the health is something you always have to work on. It is not something that is established once you do something. What's going on, Damon? Living the dream, Chris, the dream. Amazing. I was just watching your uh, Instagram stories. I saw you're doing like a photo shoot or something. Yeah, the Fubu line. We did a we did a collaboration, and uh, they wanted to uh, have this kind of like you know old and young feel. So, daddy and daughter, and uh, it. It, it it was fun. And she she actually behaved today, so she <laughs> was uh, she was good. That's great. Cool. Well, uh, I'm glad we're getting on here. I was telling Marissa before we started that I don't know if you know this, but it was a year ago today we were doing that music video in Brooklyn. Were we? Yeah, same same day. And, and so, I went to I went to catch steak last night. No way. Um, and I was like, the last time I was here, I was with Chris and everybody. And wow, it's been a That's time funny. flies. A year exactly. So the reason that we were jumping on and doing this was actually from that conversation at catch. And and uh, and so you want to set this up or do you want me to set this up? It's kind of all about goal setting, right? No, you know, that we're, we're, you know, we're, it's your community. Well, I'm part of it, obviously, but you're the leader, man. You're a fearless leader. OK. All right. So so I'll catch everyone up. When we were in Brooklyn last year, we were shooting this music video with Montel Jordan. So if, shout out to Montel. If anyone hasn't seen the music video, go check it out. This is how you do it. It's like this is how we do it, but kind of a remix for entrepreneurs. So check that out. Damon's got a cameo in there. Yeah. Uh, so we were shooting that music video. We went out to dinner after and I asked you a question as we got into dinner. That was like, you know, you've accomplished so much. What? are your goals, how do you even think about goals today? Like what's next for you? Do you remember what you said? Um, I would know I would know exactly what I said, but I'd rather you repeat it because I know my I, my goals have not changed, uh, have not altered much in the last 20 years. My six month goals have altered much because either I conquered something or I found out there was something that I would no longer as passionate about in times and change. Oh, by my two year, five year, 10 years and 20 year goals don't often change. Okay. All right. Well then I'll, I'll remind you and let me know if this still resonates. So you, you simplified it with one word health. And you said at this stage, I'm really focused on health, on fitness, on being there for my family. And you know, that's kind of what it comes down to. So we talked a little bit about that and then over the last year, we've had some other conversations about some fitness things. You've got like a fitness goal going on right now. I saw you actually post a picture of the scale this morning. Do you want to share your progress? Yeah, and I and I made sure because this damn, you know, the damn internet is undefeated. So I definitely wanted to make sure they didn't see uh, how my, uh, you know, my toes look like I was an eagle ready to kick, you know, to pick <laughs> up a pick up a salmon out of a lake. Um, yeah, my progress, my progress is great. And I think more importantly about my progress. So I'm down approximately, um, I think, 12 pounds, maybe even more, um, uh, you know, and, you know, Chris, I mean, you, 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 you do a lot of uh, a lot of training and things like that. You're going to have your people here. It's not about down. It's about then you gain muscle, all that crap. I'm down 11 um, in a healthy manner. Um, and I have been just I've been I've been showing my I've been showing my progress. But also what, what's important and I want people to understand this is I've been showing my weaknesses, you know, my 
my um, my human aspect of my life, which is eating shit, some of the wrong shit, but the shit that I'm showing you that I'm eating uh, is 10% less of the wrong shit I was eating. Um, but I want to show it to you, uh, showing you my unfortunate sleep deprivation, um, because there's so much technology that's coming around. People think I'm glamorizing the fact of not getting sleep. Well, it depends if I'm on a, if I'm on a platform like TikTok, where you can only say, but so much in 30 seconds and type in so much, they think I'm glamorizing and I'm not glamorizing. I think sleep is crucial to repairing the body. Um, showing people that I'm just doing walking and you're going to always have different opinions. And I think that this goes into training, right? It goes into, you do things at your pace, the way you absorb information. And it's only the way that you can do and you learn and you grow and you do uh, two steps forward, one step back. You don't get discouraged by this. And like with training, you start educating yourselves as you get into the world of where you want to go on how to be more efficient and proficient. But if you don't start the first step, you'll have a million people going, how did, how come you didn't do this? You should do it like this. Shut up. You do it like that. I don't do it. like I do it at my pace, but I'm still going to get there. So, you know, that's what I've been trying to show people. I love that you're showing the progress. And, you know, when when you're so accomplished in one realm of, of life, you know, in the, in the business area, but then you're posting like these beginner things of you going for a half hour walk or an hour walk in the fitness side. I think it helps people connect to like, okay, he didn't just get there to yeah. where I see him today on the business side. He took these same kind of steps, you know? And so all yeah. these different areas of our lives really connect. So is, is health and wellness, is that still your primary goal or do you have like other areas of your life that you're, you know, setting specific goals and trying to knock them out. So, so, so health and wellness is always my primary goal. Um, it wasn't always uh, for most of my life as uh, you know, I was sacrificing my health. And then when I got, I can't lie. Listen, when I first ran into money and I was able to go in a restaurant, you know, before it was like, damn, once a month, maybe I could treat myself and maybe one day I'll, I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be able to order this. And then I was starting to go into restaurants every night. And I was like, I want the steak, but I don't know if I want the fish. I can order both. Yeah, get them both. And, and, yeah. and, you know, that was cool. And that was a priority. That became the priority in life to be like, I want to taste everything and I want to go over place. And then all of a sudden I turned around, I was 230 pounds. Yeah. And I was and and my for my body I'm five seven and a half. Don't forget the half. That's extremely important. Um, I'm trying to get there. You know that that half is important when you're five seven. But <laughs> my body index generally I'm supposed to be a one seventy. I shouldn't have been a two thirty. Right. Um, yeah. So so but but then again, uh, if you know me, I, I faced uh, and I had cancer and various other things. I had the slowest growing cancer. Thank God I got it out of my body. Yeah. But now as I turn around at 50 something years old and I've seen a lot of people around the world and I notice, you know, that the health is something you always have to work on. It is not something that is established once you do something um, because we have a lot of different, you know, things, work life balance. There's a lot of technology that's coming out that's showing you different aspects of your gut, your DNA, um, old medicine, new medicines, you know, more viable medicines. A lot of times it's not about the medicines, it's about uh, being able to treat something or prevent something prior instead of thinking there's a pill that's going to solve everything. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So a lot of these, a lot of these things is something we're, we're constantly, you need to constantly work on uh, to perfect, as you know, you know. 
one of my goals this year was actually like a diagnostic health thing. I just had to go and get a bunch of tests because I had a couple of friends that, you know, one had a heart attack, another one had a brain tumor. And it scares you to think that that stuff can just stop you in your tracks. And so it was actually a goal for me to go and get everything tested this year. Well, I can give you that. I can give you that uh, that information. That's how I found out about cancer. It's called uh, it's called an executive physical. Uh, I happen to go to UCLA for it. Mayo Clinic has it. Really excellent. You're out in Arizona, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Mayo yeah. Clinic is uh, really great. Um, I do believe for older people, uh, I do believe that um, uh, you can get programs that'll take care of it. But for younger people. It's costly. I mean, you know, it's not insurance. It's not covered by insurance. It could cost anywhere from five to ten thousand dollars. But they give you what they call a Chinese menu and you look through all of it and say, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. Where they found my cancer, they were actually checking my carotid veins to see if they were how clear they were to prevent strokes. And then they said, oh, by the way, this is a nodule in your thyroid. You should check it out. So you can choose to go through three machines or 20 machines or 200 machines up to you. I highly suggest everybody do this within uh, every other year, about two years, um, because uh, it may be five or $10,000. And guess what? You know, uh, it's worth it because five and $10,000 means nothing if you don't have really your health. Yeah, it's kind of like a form of life insurance, right? But it you is. find out early, you know, it's 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 practical. It's more practical. You can act on it. So, it so were you ever an athlete like before business? Were you were you playing sports? Were you doing that kind of stuff? Like, did the business take your fitness off track? So um, I was never good. I was never. So so I played baseball. I played a little league as a kid. Mm, I was okay with it. I was very, very active because I was a break dancer, you know, and I was, I was very, very active. And I grew up at a time where, um, you know, there were very rarely did you ever see a McDonald's and, you know, you know, our kids eat pizza literally every day today. If you had a pizza party in school, that was the once every month maybe so and 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 our parents cooked right so i grew up very healthy in general yeah um i actually was training at right around uh 18 or 19 years old i was training for fitness competitions because i wanted to be in fitness and uh natural bodybuilding um but i was training training in my basement i didn't the, the internet didn't exist and i didn't have any experts obviously i was poor to to explain that to me and i remember i was taking these type of pills that i bought from someplace and my mother was smart enough and she looked at the pills and she realized there was some form of steroids and various other things and she threw it threw them out and then i realized that maybe that body i had uh uh wasn't uh i i had to work way harder to have the body i just had because after i stopped taking that stuff my body shrank um but yes but i was healthy i was conscious but then all of a sudden Work did come into play where I was working all these days at a day job and then working on a night job, meaning FUBU, and uh, my health went out the window. And right around 30 years old, I was, I think I posted up on Instagram. If you look on Instagram, I post yesterday or the day before. I'm, I'm, I'm around a little, I'm around. Wait, was that, was that with the red boots? And yeah, the oh, red yeah, baby. Yeah. I was, I was, I was, <laughs> I, was uh, I was, that was when I was about 230. I always texted you to see if you were going to show up in the red jacket and the red hat. And yeah. I, I need to like up my game. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, all right. So I know I hear from a lot of people that, you know, the business sort of takes over and they put their health to the side. You know, like even before Trainual started, my last businesses, uh, I considered my exercise was like walking through airports. You know, yeah. I was just I was traveling. I was busy. I was on the go. But I was the same thing, like dinners and probably eating too much. And so for me, it was 
kind of a challenge. You know, my brother who, who started train yoga with me um, challenged me to do a Spartan race. And he said, let's put it on the calendar. Let's work toward it for a few months. And, uh, and that was like the jump start that I needed to start doing this stuff. But I just, I couldn't get around to building it into my routine before that, you know? It has to be something, you know, you know, your health and your, whatever it is, right, that you value, what are we working for? We're working for hopefully to bring the resources around our families so we have good medical, good stuff like that. We're we're living in a safe community and our kids are safe and we, we want to be able to be okay in life. But why do you want to need good, why do you want to work really hard to have good doctors if you could prevent having good doctors because you're taking care of your health? Um, why are we working so hard if we're, you know, not going to be able to reflect and look at our kids and walk them down the aisle and our grandchildren because we've burned out so much. Now, you, somebody may be saying, Damon, well, uh, good for you to say that, but you know what? I'm making $30,000 a year and I have to go to work. Um, but again, that's why we have things like trainual and various other things to hopefully improve your life so you can enjoy a quality of life. And I think that if we look at anything of COVID happening, the best thing that came out of there is a lot of this virtual work and a lot of other ways to maximize our time and 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 be in the places that we love to be able to do the things we we want to do yeah so all right so i want to go over like the the different fitness tips that we've talked about um because i think those could be helpful for people i'm curious what you've built into your regimen and then maybe we can zoom out and just talk about goal setting in general and some business goals and just how you set them track them look at them and achieve them so all right so daryl just said he need to hear this and uh trevor said made your day absolutely thank you for chiming in so let's talk about fitness tips first so you know i, I i'm a person you know the, the reason i think that i have this level of success i always go back to some of the most basic things that was said and these things are the what 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 helped me push me through when i go back to it like if i'm doing something and the money is really looking really good and i don't like it i go back to that thing where it goes money's a great slave but a horrible master or i go to my business and I go, okay, there's only three ways to acquire a customer, uh, acquire a new one, upsell a current one, or make one buy more frequently. Acquiring a new one is 20 times harder than upselling one or make one buy more frequently. So with these customers, how can I supersize their fries? I always go back to the basic form. When I say to myself, I can't do it. Wait a minute. My mother told me that everything in this world was created by one person with one idea that took one action. Why the hell can't it be you? I go back to these formulas, right? Mm. Um, and so there's a couple formulas where I go back to when it comes to um, uh, working out. And by the way, I am not an expert in this and I'm I'm working. There's a couple of different concepts because you got it's, Chris. Life is very, 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 very simple to understand. Life is very simple to understand, Chris. Extremely hard to execute it. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Here's one thing that is very simple. Here's yeah. one thing to understand. Very simple. You want to lose weight? Eat less calories or burn more. Now, those are very hard to do. So when I look at the first thing about health is a mental thing. Number one, you can never outrun the fork. I always say that to myself. You can never outrun the fork. My buddy said that to me. So whenever I'm thinking about all the steps I'm going to put in, all the weight I'm going to, or, or what I'm going to do, and I go like this, I go, wait a minute. That thing is four miles. Yeah, I can't outrun this goddamn cookie. Yeah, mine's a right? spoon. Mine's a spoon with just like peanut butter. That's right? that's I can't. And then I always go back to some of the other fundamentals. Abs are made in the kitchen. 
So when I'm thinking about going and, and it, it kicks me in my ass when I think about going to the gym and I'm like, you know what? I got to be on a plane, train, automobile. So let me work out these abs on the kit in the kitchen, meaning let me just have some straight protein. All right. So so that's some of the things initially I do. Then I go to myself. I go busy executives like you, me and a lot of the people around the world. We have no escape when we're running around and we're dealing with all these pressures. Right. We, uh, you know, we have pressures, but you can't tell your staff your problems, right? Imagine your staff walking in and seeing you crying one day. They're going to go, oh, <laughs> shit, I better start applying for another job because we're out of here. So you can't tell your staff your pressure, your, your problem, right? You're traveling. night. The, the job doesn't leave you. This is not like when I was a waiter. Nobody woke me up in the middle of the night and said, get me extra tartar sauce. So the job can't leave. It doesn't leave you. You take it to sleep with you. You have personal issue with your family and stress and finance, and you have to report to the board or you have to please people, and you can't tell nobody your problem, but yet you got to list everybody else's problems. All right. What does that do? Well, listen to the piano man. That leads you to a bar late at night so you can just detox and defuse because if you couldn't get to the gym, you know, that day and you can't get a release, well, the only thing that's going to cut that damn thing off is a nice Tito's and and uh, and and whatever. And so what are you doing there? Well, you're drinking empty calories because everyone is a shot of 75 calories and it also cuts your metabolism off and slows it down. And what does that do? Well, to me, everybody goes, oh, just take one drink. No, 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 no. I love the actual drink. So I'm going to have three or four doubles. I'm going to go back to that hotel room. I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to think a goddamn dog got into the garbage because I'm going to see Kit Kats and all kind of shit laying around. Um, and then I'm going to be too tired to go to the gym. It is a, like a massive, massive downslope, right? Yeah, yeah. When you had to train yourself and find out how can I get back to this. So, so you know, before I even get into the physical part of it, those are the things you need to to fight first, and it's not easy because I've been I've been trying to lose this uh, winter weight since uh, 2018. So I've been uh, I've been, I, I know what I need to do, but I need to start doing it more because just like we're talking about priorities here, I got priorities in business, got priorities in relationship, got priorities with family, got priorities with staff, and every one of these got to be adjusted at a certain time. I'll get to it, but now it's time to get to it. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry, I'm sounding like I need to shrink these days. And I'm sure everybody else is here like, God damn, he's going through the same problems I'm going through? No, this is entertaining. I mean, it's it's uh, all the things you're saying are right. I mean, you, you got to eat less calories. You got to burn more calories. So the first step is you can't outrun the fork is what you just said. And you've got to cut some things out. For me, it was... I, I just loved bread. You know, I, I grew up in an Italian family. I would have bread and olive oil and, and sandwiches and pizzas and all that. Mm. So I just had to cut the bread, yeah. which actually I'm, I'm a diabetic. So it worked really well for my, my blood sugars too, cutting out the bread. And, uh, and, and then it was incorporating regular exercise. And at first it wasn't marathons and triathlons. It was just like, can I get a half hour under my belt every morning? You know, can I sweat? Can I get a good routine? You know? So boom. Now that I tried to cut out the liquor and I have cut it all out because I started doing various things like drinking every alternative day or drinking tea or every other drink, whatever. Now I go into the diet of the day and I start looking at the supplements I need, obviously, to whatever. And then I try to reduce one of my and I do the studies and I look and, and you know what happened? Um, uh, that fasting in a small amount of time, it didn't really work for me because I would fast for 18 hours and then. I'd eat a bucket of chicken, you know, because I was so fucking hungry and I was like, yo, you know what? I, I did the damn thing. So 
I decided, well, why don't I just start substituting one meal with a green drink? A lot, and then I learned, okay, why don't I take in more water, more water to, to fill me up because our body's made of water. And then I start the workout. So here's how I started the workout process. I go, let me start putting in steps on the um, – on the treadmill while I make my calls in the morning. Instead of getting up and sitting around and making the calls, I do my goals, we'll get to it. And then we put an hour in on the treadmill. Now, if I can't talk because I'm in a meeting and it's like getting really crazy on the meeting, well then let me put on Ozark or Obi-Wan. I haven't caught up to any of that stuff and let me casually walk. And then I started into a little bit of running. And then when I wake up in the morning, if I'm in a hotel room and I can't get to a gym, let me try to put in 25 push-ups. Then the push-ups move to 50. Then the push-ups move to 100. And these small little steps start taking me down the route. Yeah. When a lot of people are so black and white, you need a trainer. First of all, I'll tell you why I don't want a trainer. Because first of all, the only time that I have during the day that there is no noise is when I have the hour or two hours to work out. I understand that trainer is gonna absolutely train me in one hour, which would take me four hours, but I don't wanna talk to anybody, I wanna zone out. Hmm. And when I get down, as I am now, I'm starting now to talk to trainers who, and I don't want the trainer who wants to say, I teach Damon John, I'm not trying to prove anything here. I want trainers who are going to show me how to use muscles I've never used before, or are going to show me how to use resistance bands and various other things like that, because what's the use of a trainer who's trying to impress me, and now all of a sudden i got to get a surgery or I'm out for six months. So that's the way I look at slow progress, and that's the way I look at it in my relationships, in my business, and in everything. 100%. Yeah. When I, when I started, uh, before I started running, same thing, treadmill for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And I was watching like YouTube videos and webinars and trying to learn about uh, the software industry because I knew nothing. And it was just a good way to pass the time. So I think that's a great tip. Let me ask you, as somebody who runs, I, I, you know what I, I look, I look at sometimes when I'm, uh, you know, slowly running or I'm looking at business. My buddy was telling me he was a marathon runner. He's, and he said, he calls it bunching. Um, and bunching was, he's not looking at the whole 20, whatever, 26 and a half. He's looking at getting to that biohydrant and then getting to that tree and then getting here. And that's how I start looking at business. You know, when people are often like, uh, you know, get in shape, let me just get 25 push-ups out every morning and get a habit of doing that and then move the 25 to 35 and 40. Is that a good way when you're working, when you're running? Is that, is that the theory? Yeah. So for long distances, like I ran the Boston Marathon this year, I was doing the same thing. Like, let me get past the first five miles. Then let me get to the halfway point because I know my kids are there with a sign. And then let me get to, you know, Heartbreak Hill where I know that there's going to be like the incline and, and I've got some employees there. And so absolutely milestones, but even not for just a long race. But if you've got a long fitness goal over the year, I try to bunch or, or, or chunk out the milestones to say, OK, if I want to do this triathlon at the end of the year, that means I probably need to get on a bike at the beginning of the year and figure that out. So let me have a, a Q1 goal that's like to be able to ride 15 or 20 miles on a bike. And then let me have a, you know, Q2 goal that's like, I need to learn how to swim. So, you know, for me, I would, I'd get a coach to show me not to be like there watching me every time, but to show me once. And then I go off on my own and like do it for a month to get good at it. And then have someone come back and say, are you doing this right? So for me, the bunching is kind of like the milestones along a longer term goal. I think, you know, I think bunching is great because it's, 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 it's what we call in business an affordable step. Let me get to this point. Right. And I think, uh, you know, like Michael just said, uh, it's benchmarking. Right. And I think that's critical. You know, 
when we, you know, when the devil or, or, or bad things come to our, into our lives, it usually doesn't come in a very harsh way. I'm not talking about people who have had loss or, or tragic incidences. They, you know, when, when I started, uh, you know, going down that path, if you look at Shark Tank number, uh, season number one, two, and three, I was so ready for that show. I was 178. I was lean. You know, and I was ready to rock, right? But when, 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 when the devil of temptation comes into your life, it doesn't come in usually in big ways. It comes in as, yeah, you're looking good. You can have one Tito's and soda. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at the Tito's and soda. Don't have really a thing. You can have another one. Oh, by the way, since you had that, you can you can have that meal. And it and it slowly comes into your life. And when we bunch, I think that that gives us the upside because we're fighting it and we're going we're moving forward. But I think we don't all we you know, most of us watching now, every one of us knows uh, when we're failing. We really know why we're failing. We we just don't want to admit it. We know why we're not amazing at our job or what we're doing. And if we just want to admit it because we don't hold ourselves accountable. And that's why we're talking about goals. You know, so, it's funny, Chris, I'll give you one last thought process of this. Yeah. If, 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 if you if, if somebody here watching, this is normal, right? Me and you, uh, somebody, let's say you're going away on vacation, you'd be like, Man, Chris, yo, man, when we get to our island to go, uh, you know, to go uh, fishing in Cabo, soon I get down. Man, I'm having me a pina and colada, baby, because I'm on vacation. And you know what happens? In the airport, we go, I'm starting the vacation early. And then when you get there, you almost always have that. That's an easy go, right? I'm going to have that pina colada. We're here. But people don't do that with progress in their life. They don't hold themselves accountable, right? They don't go... I just talked to Chris and Dame. I just saw them sitting there. You know what? They told me to go down home and just start with this one goal tonight or just pick up this one book and try to read one page. You don't you don't go. Why didn't I do that? I'm a loser. But if you if you went on vacation, you'd be like, I know I'm going to get that pina colada. The easiest things to do are always the things that we choose to do. Well, why don't we hold ourselves accountable for things like that? That first step that we're talking about, like goal setting. I have a, another friend, Russ, that got me into like this this morning routine, and he was showing me how to you know do my green juice in the morning and work out and like write down some goals and and I was doing this. I got a habit of doing this for a week, and I sent it to him and said, "All right, how how long do I do this for?" And he said, "For the rest of your life." Yeah, <laughs> and I was oh, okay. I got it. So so if we if we zoom out from the fitness stuff here, like what is your routine for setting? annual goals in all areas of your life, you know, across business and personal and, and family. And do you have a, a framework or process you go through? I do. So, and many people here have followed me for years and they, they know my technique. So, and I didn't come up with this. The first time I read it and where I read it from is um, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it teaches you at whatever form you're at. I've been doing now goal setting approximately 40, uh, about, about 40 years. So there's 10 goals I write down. If, if this is too big for you, as we're talking about bunching, write down one. And six of them expire in six months. The other four expire in, as I said, two years, five years, 10 years, and 20 years. Okay. And the ones that expire in six months, I never hit because I said I'm so big, right? Um, so if the goal is to make this amount of money, if I make this amount, when I reset it, it's this amount and it grows. Mm -hmm. I read those goals every night before I go to bed. And I read those same goals the first thing in the morning uh, when I wake up. The reason I read them before I go to bed is we all know that when you are, that's why a lot of us don't like to watch certain things at night because, um, you know, when we go to sleep, we dream about them. Yeah. 
my wife and I have agreed that no matter what disagreement we have, um, we don't go to bed angry at each other. I'm not saying we make up, but we at least say we're going to finish this discussion tomorrow. And what do we say? Uh, you know, I'm going to be here for you. I'm going to be here for you. I want her to think and I want me to think about how she's going to be there for me. And I want that to be what I manifest if we're having an argument instead of dreaming of disaster or challenges or whatever the case is. So right. that's why you read them when you wake up and when you go to bed. Now, how do my goal? What are the goals? So the goal is supposed to be. What do you want to accomplish? And the, now the goals can be business, religion, anything in your life, family. What do you want to accomplish by what date? And all the six ones expire in the exact same date. What do you want to accomplish by what date? How will you do it? What is the 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 weekly um, or whatever um, results to get? Now, how does that end goal look and what does that, and this is the most important part, what does that end goal provide for you and you got to visualize it. Hmm. So I'll give you the goal of this actual one. And um, I'm a little off on the date, no problem, right? I'm going to lose, I'm going to get down to 100, this is the exact thing I read. I'm going to get down to 175 pounds by 4th of July by... Uh, drinking uh, 10 bottles of water a day, substituting one meal with a green drink, putting 10,000 steps on my uh, Fitbit, uh, 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 Apple Watch, whatever you want to call it, um, not eating any fried foods, uh, meats, or carbs, not eating after 7 p.m. due to my acid reflux, and putting in one hour of training a night in the gym. It's like I a will, business plan. It's like a business plan. So, yeah. so there you go. That's the technique. Then what do I want to see as a results? I will lose one pound per week to get me to my ideal weight of 175. Now, this is the critical part because if I get down to the 175, why? Mm. Well, then... I go, so I can be around longer to walk my three little girls down the aisle. And then so what do I envision? I envision me walking my youngest daughter down the aisle where I should be. It, well, first of all, hopefully she never has a, you know, a boyfriend. But um, <laughs> hopefully I will be approximately on 53 years right now. She's six. So let's say she gets married at 30, you know, so I'll probably be around uh, 80 years old. Right. And I look at myself as a healthy in shape, not, uh, you know, just healthy individual walking my daughter down the aisle at 80 years old and all of our families around us. And that time I should be a grandfather with my oldest girls. Yeah. But that's an important part of the goal, because when you start looking at all other things around the goal, if I got down to 175 and so maybe it's maybe it's a woman right now who says I want to fit into that dress I did when I was in high school so that I can ha have more romantic dates with my husband that I love when we steal away time from the children and go back to the way we used to be of what it's just being us, whatever it is. That's what I think about. Well, I want to summarize. I know we got to wrap up, but the two things that you said right there, one, having that long term vision. You know, I, I created this story that was uh, 10 years out in the future of it's kind of like a narrative of, you know, holding holding the kids hands and my wife standing next to me and we're standing in, in this you know beach place and we're looking out at the horizon and we've got you know this is what our life looks like. And I think having that kind of vivid vision out years in front of you is 
such an amazing precursor to goal setting because then as you realize some of those things, you realize that you look around and, and you're inside some of your goals and then you keep pushing that vision out. The other thing you said is having that specific target. 175 in your case, you know, uh, a lot of people will set a goal that's like, I want to work out five days a week or something like that, but it doesn't have a finish line. Right. And I think goals need a finish line. So, you know, when you got there, so great tips there, anything you want to say to kind of wrap this up before we close out? Yeah. Try to read those goals as much as possible. What's going to happen is uh, I read them every night for a little bit. No, I don't. And what happens is I end up saying, wait a minute, I haven't read them for three nights or whatever the case is. Also, sometimes those goals will send three to four months. I go, I'm not that excited about that business. Let me scratch it. Now I only have five. I'll reset when I get again to six because it's a business or you've cut people out of your life with it or you've realized you went down as far down the path and you weren't passionate about it. Those are the critical aspects of the goal. And uh, no matter what, just make sure you see yourself. So if you have a business right now, you want to grow your business, you think about, you know, in 10 years, you, there's numbers in the six month goal of growing your business. But in the five year and 10 year plan, is it a bunch of people saying, man, you changed my life? Is it you? You living in a, on a great island or a great place with your family saying, you know what, mom, dad, I know all the stuff you sacrificed for us. And I really appreciate what you did for us. And, and you trained me how to be a better and harder person at life. If the goal doesn't have to be materialistic, you know, yeah. it, it could be you being in the middle of, uh, you know, Africa building wells for kids because your business did so well that you are now being able to serve others. So don't ever think the goal has to be materialistic because honestly, I've that. never been to any funeral where somebody talked about all the things somebody had. They only talked about how they made people feel what they did for others and how they sacrificed and loved others. So always make sure you don't confuse what I'm saying with materialistic things. Thank you. Important point. Thank you for grounding us with that. So um, to, to wrap this up, I guess, you know, thank you everyone for joining. Um, this was just a conversation we were having off to the side and thought it'd be useful for the community. So I'm glad we jumped on and did this. Um, if you join late, we'll be recording this and posting it out on the Organized Chaos podcast. You can check that out. Uh, any final words, Damon? No, that's it. Thank you for being a great partner. Thank you for when I and and now as I was going through it, I shot out some 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 uh, questions to you. And you gave me a great list of things to do. And um, I didn't do most of them, but uh, they're there because now I got to the stage to go back to it. Yeah. Right. And uh, thank you for wanting to give to your community. That is exactly what, uh, you know, entrepreneurs are supposed to do. It's a team sport. Sounds good. All right. Well, I can't wait to get back together in person. We'll go for a, a jog or something. You got it, brother. All right. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to Organized Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, or share it with anyone in your network that you think could benefit from this information. For episode show notes, podcast recaps, and tons of other small business news and inspiration, check out the manual. That's trainual.com backslash manual.